What makes someone bold and brilliant? How do we each connect with our unique spark? What are the trials that we're willing to go through to pursue what's really important to us? My name is Hannah Anam, and I'm the co-organizer for TEDx Centennial Park Women. Our mission is to make Atlanta a city where women thrive. At our recent TEDx event, we got the opportunity to ask change makers, innovators, and really anyone with a great story to share it. Welcome to this story. I am the original voice of Siri, and uh, I think my bold and brilliant, rather, moment was when I found out that I was Siri, unexpectedly, and it took me a very long time to accept that, I think, because it's not something I had worked toward. Uh, apparently, in the digital age, digital age, those of us who are voice actors are auditioning without even knowing it. And so somehow my voice was chosen. Apple has not disclosed that whole process or how that happened. But um, it took me a while to get used to it because I was afraid that with my voice being so ubiquitous that it would affect my voiceover career. And so it was a little touch and go thing and it took me forever. It took me two years to reveal myself as the voice. And finally, 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 I don't know, the stars aligned or something. I finally got the courage to do it. And uh, everything just opened up. It's like sometimes when you take those risks or you face your fears or you do something like that, very often the universe has your back. And that's what happened to me. Uh, everything just opened up. I uh, did all kinds of interviews and TV appearances and lots more work. And it actually created a whole new career for me because I, I tour all over and talk about Siri, doing Siri speaker events. So that was my moment, and I'm still living it. That's, that's <laughs> incredible. I mean, when you first realized that, that you know, they'd chosen your voice, uh, where were you? What was going on? I was just at home. A uh -huh. fellow voice actor emailed me and said, hey, we're playing around with this new Apple phone. Uh, uh -huh. Isn't this you? So I went on the website and I listened and I said, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, very strange. Yeah. And, uh, I'm I'm kind of starstruck because you're on my phone. Oh, that's, right. that's just, wow. Um, and and so so what brings you to the uh, TEDx uh, Centennial Park? Well, they women's? invited me to be the MC. Really? Um, and I and I like to promote the fact that Siri does live in Atlanta, and that there is a lot of great work in Atlanta, uh, TV and uh, film production and voice work and and all of that. So um, I thought, yeah, I want to get more involved in in um, projects and conferences that happen here in the city. Mm -hmm. and, and what are some of these projects and conferences that you've uh, been involved with? Well, I just got back from Australia, and I can't really reveal too much about that because I had to sign an NDA to do that project. Okay. So we won't talk too much about that. Sure. But Australia is fabulous. I highly recommend it. Um, I had a gig in Croatia last year for a communications conference, just some people in Europe. And uh, I've worked for the Federal Reserve Bank. I've done a speech at Harvard. And so it's, it's been very, very different. Each, you know, each project has been different and interesting and in a new location, which I love. If you could uh, go back to the beginning of your career, let's say your voice acting career, and somehow time travel back and, and, and give yourself some advice, what would you say to that person? Wow. Uh, that's hard to say because when I first got into voiceover, it was so different. Um, now it's, it's really kind of like the Wild West. 
voiceover wild west because everyone wants to do voiceover and everyone is doing it and uh, there are a lot of amateurs involved Uh, a lot of it's gone non-union most of it has gone non-union and uh, just from a talent point of view it's very difficult because you have to do so many auditions just to get one gig you know, back in back in the day, you know, uh, your client would go to your agent and say, "Well, this is what I'm looking for." They'll they'll give you ten or fifteen people to audition, and you know, many times you get the gig. Right. But nowadays, you're auditioning against hundreds, hundreds of people. So it's it's an interesting thing. I hope it kind of works its way back. You know, I think right now it's just everybody's trying to do it, and and I think when they realize that you can't really make a living doing that, you know, one gig a week or something. Right, right. <laughs> so. it's not as sustainable for sure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, as, as far as advice for, I was just very lucky. I, I got some good advice myself and I got some very good agents. And uh, so that would be the thing, perfect what you do, you know, know what you're doing, learn to read and read cold. And, and basically voiceover is acting for the most part, unless you're planning to just be an announcer. So take some improv classes, you know, Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, what, what is some advice you would give to women in the workforce today about, you know, standing out and, and using their voice to empower not only themselves, but those around them? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with confidence, um, whether you're male or female. Somehow you've got to make yourself feel worthy. And in my experience, the thing that makes you feel worthy is to be good at what you do, which means learn as much as you can, practice as much as you can, uh, get mentored as much as you can, study and you know read as much as you can, you know get as much information as you possibly can for whatever career you're trying to do. A special thanks to our guests, our team, our sponsors, and of course the wonderful Audiographies team who produced this podcast for us. Please join our community at TEDx Centennial Park Women to help Atlanta be a city where women thrive.